Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. Let's go ahead and get ready for a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And the name of the poem tonight is called Have Your Way. Holy Spirit, take control of my entire being. Speak through me as I bear your fruit until God gets all the glory. Help me to die to my flesh as you take complete control. Guide me, use me, and fill me up until I'm completely whole. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I trust you to lead the way. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God's standard is always raised. As you guide me down a righteous path, detours will occur, but I trust that you will lead me back to the straight and narrow path. Now, if the skies are blue and gray or gray, know that my one request is, Lord, have your way. And so as I prepare myself to rest my eyes and rest my body, that is literally what I am feeling in my spirit is, Lord, Have your way. Have your way concerning everything that concerns me so that I'm not fretting about things that I cannot control. Things that no matter how anxious they may cause me to feel, that anxiety does not change the trajectory of what the outcome will be. And so help me to just be still and trust and know that you are God. So even in our waiting, even in our waiting, whether it's waiting in a line at the grocery store, whether it's waiting to get gas at the gas station, if it's waiting for your next meal, if it's waiting for your paycheck, whatever it is, sometimes subconsciously, when we are in the waiting period, anxiety creeps up unaware. And for the longest time, I could not pinpoint what that feeling was that would rise up in me in certain circumstances and certain situations but it's in the waiting the fear of the unknown not knowing what is going to happen from one minute to the next not knowing if you are enough not knowing if you'll be chosen it's all in the fear of the unknown in the waiting period And so while I wait for you, future hubby, what I've truly been trying to do 
is be anxious for nothing, but in all things, in prayer and supplication, I have definitely made my request known. (laughs) But I've got to wait. And in my waiting, I prefer to be productive. I heard once or maybe many times, but this particular time right now in my mind, I'm hearing it. (laughs) So I'm going to say it. And I don't mind is a devil's workshop. So I try my best to remain busy because I don't want an idle mind to be the devil's workshop. I don't want to be afraid of what's going to happen the next day. Or I don't want to be afraid that I may never meet you in the natural I don't want to be afraid because of all of the craziness that's going on in this world if I feel as if I'm reaching too far. I don't want to be afraid. I want to trust that God laid the desire upon my heart and that even if it doesn't happen quickly, that he has the ability for it to happen suddenly and that I should be content and knowing who I serve. And I should continue to not be anxious, but continue to do the work, even when there are days that I am weary, even when there are days that I am disappointed, even when there are days when I am sad, even when there are days when I am glad that I should continue to do the work. And I remember, I'm not even sure who it was that I was talking to, but I was. I remember having a conversation with a friend and saying how part of being single, why we should be, why we should truly embrace it, is because even when you say I do, there's still going to be moments in your relationship where you're going to go at it alone. You're going to be, by yourself he may have to be on a business trip or he may have family to tend to something may come up where he can't truly be by your side and he won't be by your side 24 7 and but if you're learning how to be content in your singleness if you've already developed a right relationship with your creator if you've already done the work then it's not unfamiliar when those seasons arise. In fact, it's just like getting comfortable when you're dating yourself in your singleness, when you're taking yourself to the movies, when you're taking yourself on trips. And it's similar to that, to where, oh, so we're in this season. Let me go ahead and pop in a movie and just chillax. Let me just go ahead and turn on Netflix and just chill by myself. Let me go ahead and pop open my Bible and read a few scriptures. Let me meditate. Let me seek your face, God, and see where we're at in this season. And even though I'm by myself, let me draw nigh unto you. Let me let you know what's been heavy on my heart. Let me let you know the concerns that concern me. Can I cast my burdens on you? Let's talk for a moment. I've missed you. You've missed me. I've got some time. Let's talk. Let me see where I'm missing it in my marriage. Help me to get it right. I need my husband to know that 
in my presence, he can find safety. I don't want to be that woman where he would rather be on a rooftop because I'm so contentious. That's not what I want. So let me in my quiet time, my alone time, while he's taking care of his business, God, let me take care of you. Let me take care of me and you. Let me check in. And by nurturing that now in the waiting period, by making sure that we adhere to, you know, I'm doing this all the time now, God. So me coming to you is not an abnormal thing. I'm not coming to you because I need something from you. I'm coming to you because I really, truly want to be in your presence. I really, truly want to sup at your table. I really, truly want to lay at your feet and cast my burdens down. I don't want this load on my shoulders. I don't want the worry in my head. I want to be at peace. Regardless of what tomorrow is going to bring. Regardless of what the amount is going to say on these bills. Regardless of when these bills are due. I'm giving it to you, God. I'm surrendering it to you. And I'm waiting. Waiting until my change comes. However that looks. Whenever that takes place. I choose to wait on you because I know that in doing so you are going to renew my strength the same things that I may have felt like were mountains that I could not climb giving that burden over to you surrendering it to you I look up a couple of days later and it's like what mountain that ain't no mountain I could step over that now because I took the time to rest in you. I took the time to seek your face. I waited for your workaround plan. I waited for the breakthrough, your deliverance, because my steps are ordered by you. Waiting is a blessing. It's not a curse. Waiting is necessary. I know that there was a pastor, he actually has had a book out called something, I don't know the title, but it was similar to a special order, having a special order. And pretty much what he was saying, I'm paraphrasing, was a lot of times we get upset with God because we feel like he's not moving on our timetable. But the truth of the matter is, is that we have a special order. And because we have a special order, it requires a certain ingredient, a special ingredient. And it's going to be a little bit longer for it to manifest. But we don't want it rushed because it's when it's rushed that it doesn't turn out the way it should have had we been patient and waited for it to be completed. And so that's what... Waiting is all about. Some of us have special orders. We have special requests. There are certain needs that we have. God knows what those needs are. There are certain desires that we have. 
God knows what those desires are, but just a regular order won't do. So I encourage you to wait. I'm waiting. <laughs> Let's wait together. This is going to conclude my podcast on tonight. However, before I completely conclude, I will read a letter written to my future hubby. And it is dated February the 24th, 2021. Dear future hubby, I had a talk with a dear friend of mine. I've adopted him as my big brother. And he also is my oldest son's godfather. I wish you could have heard the words of affirmation he spoke to me and over me today. I sat there in awe. His words echoed the words of my ex-husband, who also said the same things a few months ago. I listened to my big bro as he told me who I am and who I am becoming. God is so amazing. I shared with my big brother how blessed I was to hear the words he was speaking to me. And I told him that I couldn't help but believe that something broke off of me yesterday after I wrote my letter to my younger me. I am grateful to have people who affirm, edify, and build me up and vice versa. Iron truly does sharpen iron. I pray your iron is being sharpened too. No one could have told me that after all I went through with my ex-husband, that God would allow fences to mend, to be mended and forgiveness to take root in both our lives. Now, when I see him, I don't see our past. I only see a man of God who loves his new wife. I desire only the best for them and their union. And my only prayer concerning him is that his relationship with our children is restored in such a way that God will receive all of the glory. If you haven't noticed, I love my children and they are my why, most definitely. All that I do, I do with them in mind. The hustle in me is for them. I want my children to learn from my mistakes to hopefully prevent them from making those same mistakes. But if they do, my job is to love them through it. I love you. Love, Teresa. I hope y'all have a blessed and wonderful evening or morning whenever it is that you hear this episode. And like I always say, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there's only one you. And do me another huge favor. Take one arm, wrap it around one side, take the other arm, wrap it around the other, and give yourself a hug from me. Have a blessed one. Bye.